This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Over 2 million men worldwide choose Manscaped for all their below-the-waist needs. For those that love the Lawnmower 3.0, well, I got news for you. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your moral off loud and proud. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code STATE OF SAINTS, and you will save 20% off of the lawnmower 4.0, as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, this is the post-game show for the week four game. Uh, the New Orleans Saints lose uh, to the New York Giants by a score of 27 to 21. Uh, before I get started, uh, before I break down this game, I just want to say that the New Orleans Saints football team Owes the city of New Orleans, all the people in the Gulf Coast region, and all Saints fans from coast to coast, they owe them an apology. The New Orleans Saints, as a staff, organization, and mother-loving crew, owe the New, New Orleans Saints fans from New Orleans, Gulf Coast, all across the country, they owe them an apology. You wait until you get back into the Superdome. Familiar territory among fans, friends, people that rely on this team each and every week. Our emotions are basically based on how this team performs. And you go out here and you display one of the worst performances you have all season long. You have individuals who have been cleaning the mold off of their walls. You have individuals that are taking slimy, smelly clothes to the garbage can. You have individuals that can't even walk into their houses without putting masks on so they won't 
inhale the mold inside of their homes. And for a couple of hours, a couple of hours, they came with their hard-earned money to the Caesar Superdome just to get away from what's going on in their actual lives. Because what we've seen over the last three weeks, we saw a team that we felt like we can believe in, a team that we thought that we can count on. And despite anything that's going on in our everyday life, at least we got the Saints. And not only did the New Orleans Saints lose this football game, but they embarrassingly lost this football game. People can miss me with that all that, oh, this is a trap game, this is a trap game. No, 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 no. The Saints knew what this game meant to the city. They knew what this game meant to Saints fans. And they went out there and they just allowed the New York Giants to do whatever the hell they wanted to do to them. I mean, Daniel Jones could literally knit a freaking sweater in that pocket. I want to say the last pass I seen him throw, I think he might have almost six seconds. He almost had like six seconds to read through his progressions in order for him to throw the ball and deliver it. Now, I watch quite a bit of football, and I know for a fact, if you give a quarterback that type of time, I don't care who you have in your secondary. I don't care who you got out there. They're going to get torched. They're going, they're going to get straight up, downright torched. The defensive front of the New Orleans Saints looked like a bunch of punks out there. Them boys didn't get like no type of pressure on Daniel Jones at all. The offensive line of the Giants, who have struggled year in, year out, they made them boys look like they was the great wall of Dallas in the 90s. And in the secondary, I mean, it was just absolutely embarrassing, man. I mean, when you giving up a third and 18, a third and 18, a third and 14, tells you everything that you need to know. But once again, they need to apologize to the city of New Orleans, the Gulf Coast region, and Saints fans all across the country because this was a piss-poor display. And I apologize for my, my language, but it is what it is. That was absolutely pathetic. That was horrible. Where do I start? I mean, where, where do I start? Third and 18, giving that up. Third and 14, giving that up. When you have Jameis Winston cooking, throws a pass down the field to Kenny Stills, dude delivering the ball down the field to Callaway on a dime, on a rope, and you kill the momentum by bringing in Taysom Hill, Mr. Throw the Punt, the guy who throws deep passes that look like Blake Gilligan is kicking punts. But you go and try to throw the ball with Taysom Hill. After all that momentum, Jameis Winston cooking, moving, rolling out of the pocket, finding open receivers, throws the ball downfield to Kenny Steele for a touchdown, call back. But how do you follow that up? You put Taysom Hill in the game to try to throw the ball down the field? Why? Why? It's pretty obvious. 
that Taysom Hill was cooking in a running game. I, I just don't understand Sean Payton sometimes. I just don't. When this dude got a hot hand, when he got somebody rolling, he goes out here and he just flips the script. It was just the same way. It, it worked in their favor a couple of years ago when they played the Chargers on Monday night. When Drew Brees on that final drive, he was cooking. I mean, completing passes. Got them boys down the field. Then in comes Taysom Hill. He runs up the, uh, up the gut for a touchdown. Sean Payton does not know how to read the room. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. It is embarrassing the way that this dude can't read the room. Jameis was cooking. Dude was throwing the ball where it needed to be. I mean, it was he was on. He was on. And all of a sudden, you bring in Taysom Hill to try to throw a pass when he has proven that he does not have really good deep ball skills. Pathetic. And a defense. My goodness. Cam Jordan couldn't, you know what I'm saying, not getting home. You know what I'm saying? Defensive um, interior lineman not getting home. Uh, you know, like, man, come Peyton Turner. Man, these guys was out there getting absolutely worked by this offensive line. I mean, got Daniel Jones looking like he the second coming to Joe Montana. And once again, the Saints living up to the moniker, making mediocre quarterbacks look like elite quarterbacks when they play this defense. They picked the worst game to play at their worst. They, they picked their worst game to, to play at their worst. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. Seriously. Because everybody knows that this defense is capable of playing better. They know that they're capable of playing better. We've seen it for weeks. But you come home in front of your fans. And these people that's relying on you to give them some sense of normal. And you gave them a sense of normal. The same old song and dance. If the offense ain't performing, the defense can't stop a nosebleed. And how many of us actually believed that the defense was going to get a stop in overtime? Not me. When, when the Giants won that coin toss, I knew for a fact the Saints won't get the ball back based on how the defense was playing. Absolutely, positively pathetic. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. And as a Saints fan, I'm ashamed for them. Let me see what you all have to say. Let me read some of your comments. Then we'll open up the phone lines. But, I, I mean, I'm not even mad so much about the game. I, I don't even – I feel bad for the people that bought a ticket. I feel bad for the people that's going through all these different problems in their lives to go watch this team lay an egg and look as pathetic and piss poor as they did today. Sad. Absolutely sad. I, I mean, it, 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 it's awful. Awful. 504 says, agreed. Today we stunk up the joint for me. It was the delayed game on the last drive we had. Who the hell was watching the damn clock? That killed us. And yes, we got absolutely no pressure today. Look, they they couldn't do anything today besides like make the Giants like look like they were some world beaters. This, this, was, this was sad, man. I mean, honestly, I was so confident early in the week about this game. Because I just knew for a fact, like, the Saints are not going to let down their fan base. They know how much this game means to people. This is the first game that was sold out since the wild card game two years ago. So everybody was excited about this. Everybody was excited about them coming back. And they were going to feed off of that momentum. 
Like, if you're gonna be playing like this, I look, I'm sorry, but if y'all y'all gonna play like this at home, I, I'd rather y'all just take y'all show on the road. Just play every game away. If this means that playing at home gonna have y'all playing like some pussycat, straight up. Cause I mean, I don't want to see this. This this was sad, man. This was this was sad. Can't break his rhythm when he is on fire. Who that? Uh, yeah, I know y'all not happy, but don't let this loss haunt you for the rest of your life. It's not about hunting uh, anybody for the rest of their life, Jerry. It just it just sad. It just sad, man. I look, I'm gonna find optimism tomorrow and all that kind of stuff, but I feel bad for the people that's going through. People that I know personally that's going through, that's having problems, that went to this game. All these people, all these different scenarios going on in their life, and they wanted to go out there to still believe in something. You got individuals back in 2005 lost everything that they had due to Hurricane Katrina. Rebuild their lives, and then they're going through the same situation again. And the one thing that they felt like they can believe in was this football team. And this team let the city down. They they let them down. Like this, like honestly, man, this this is this is like a, like to me. And people might feel like I'm over exaggerating, but this is like a playoff loss to me because of what this actually meant. Like what this actually means to people. This was like today wasn't just a, a regular football game. It was a it was a battle of emotions. That people feel it, it was having the hopes and beliefs of individuals in your hands and you drop the damn ball literally and figuratively so i i can't accept that this wasn't just any other game to me till one said this makes me so mad about how people trash drew Brees. uh he would have never let this happen man this ain't have nothing to do with the quarterback play honestly if we're just being real, I mean, Jameis Winston would probably one of the bright spots on the field. Like, if if we're complaining about something, I, not, I'm not complaining about Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston played really well, like really, really good, okay? Like, he, he was balling today. If anybody got something to say and complain about quarterback and all that kind of stuff there and, you know what I'm saying, we need this person, that person at the quarterback position, look, I just feel like, once again, that's people's, and I'm not saying you're saying this tier one, but I just feel like if people still up here talking about that, then they just this man can never win in your eyes. Jameis Winston is like way down the totem pole when it comes to who's responsible for their loss. Seriously. Who does Peyton answer to? I don't know who he answers to. Um, I, I guess nobody. You know what I'm saying? He the head coach. He the head coach, but too many damn sexy plays, too, too, being too cute. You know, like, I, I don't know, man, being too cute in this game. All these exotic plays when they don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, trying to put a square pig into a round hole. Like, if, if your quarterback is cooking, if the offense is moving down the field, why come in and, and have this whole change of pace thing? Does he not understand this? Like, if you're a wide receiver and you're used to a certain type of quarterback and the way that they throw the ball, and the way that they deliver the ball, okay? And then all of a sudden, he leaves the game and somebody else come in. That's a whole different type of uh, pass that's coming your way. That's a different spiral. That's, that's a different level of timing. So you're basically changing the pace of the game. And why? Like, honestly, man, like how many times do we have to see 
Taysom Hill throw punch for us to realize that he can't throw the deep ball. I mean, seriously. Like, the dude, like, cannot throw the deep ball, okay? If, if he's throwing a deep ball, then you got to have yourself a wide receiver that can make him look good. Did we not see that Emmanuel Sanders pass that he threw? Emmanuel Sanders caught that thing like it was a punt. He ran underneath the pass. How Like, honestly, how many times do we have to see this dude try to throw the ball downfield for us to understand that he, he cannot consistently throw the ball down the field on a rope? He cannot throw the pass down the field and stride to these these speedy receivers. Like, I, I don't understand that. You cannot make this happen. Like, what you had Taysom Hill doing in a game as a power H-back, cool, it was working. Keep that up. Y'all say keep him coming in. Have him um, changing it up. Since Tony Jones is hurt, let Taysom come in and, and be a change of pace for Alvin Kamara. But trying to throw the ball downfield after you've seen. It's not like Jameis threw the ball down the field and it was almost picked off or something. Like the dude hit Kenny Stills. So if you're going to try to take another shot downfield to Deontay Harris, why not let Jameis do it? Because if Jameis would have threw the ball to Deontay Harris, Deontay Harris would have scored. It was the delay of the pass where Bradbury got opportunity to jump under the pass. I mean, I, just, I don't understand it. Like, why are you trying to make something work that ain't there? I just don't get it. Tyrone says, TJ, the Saints uh, beat the teams we are not supposed to beat and the teams we're supposed to beat, uh, we be sleep. Yeah. Man, I'm, I don't know, man. Let's see. Uh, CJ Garden Johnson says, I feel bad for them boys. I'm glad we got humbled. Love your show, TJ. Look, I, I don't blame him for saying that because before the show actually started and before, you know, the game actually started, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I felt the same way. Because I felt like they were going to be so motivated to play in front of their home crowd that it would be impossible for the Giants to lose this football game. So, yes, 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 yes. I feel the same way. So I don't blame him for saying that. But you got to back it up. And they did not. I am getting tired of Taysom. I'm not getting tired of Taysom because, look, I'm not going to talk, you know what I'm saying, about Taysom and make it seem like, oh, he just got awful. Because, I mean, when he went into beast mode, I'm pretty sure everybody would jump around their couch and dance around their living room. It's just what they're asking him to do is just not a good idea, okay? Taysom is a valuable asset to the New Orleans Saints. He is a weapon. He is a guy that is a a, a momentum changer. He's a, a, a fire starter. He generates electricity. But there are some things that he is not good at, like throwing a ball down the field on deep passes, okay? It's just not going to happen. That's just not his lane. His deep balls, they fell in the air. You know what I'm saying? They look like punts. It is what it is. If you're asking him to throw an out route, yeah. If you're asking him probably to roll out of the pocket and find a player that's probably 10 yards up the field, yes. But try to throw the ball at over 20, 25 yards, that is not his lane. He is not good at that. How Like, go back and take a look at it. For all the Taysom Hill lovers out there, you know what I'm saying, that's just think for some apparent reason that's living on planet time, and I made that crap up, who believe that Taysom Hill is a better passer of the football than Jameis. That dude cannot throw the ball down the field. I'm sorry. He cannot. He, he cannot throw the deep ball. If he was playing Madden, his deep ball throws would be at 20. He is not good at throwing the football. Sorry. Sorry to hurt some of y'all feelings. Some of y'all probably mad. You cannot make somebody something that they are not. 
okay you can look in a mirror you can scream you can cry you can boo-hoo you can talk about how what Taysom do this and Taysom do that Taysom is a really good football player but when it comes to throwing a ball down the field he sucks you can you know, you go ahead and convince yourself of that you ain't gonna convince me the dude is not a good thrower of the football he is not <laughs> he can make some throws but he is not a great thrower of the football the dude throwing punts out there. And some of y'all still will be okay with that. You know, long, long as he out there running people over and dropping the shoulder because you don't understand how to differentiate a person that generates electricity from actually playing a quarterback position. Y'all always trying to talk about Taysom Hill and, you know what I'm saying, and what he actually does. Y'all don't know how to differentiate how he makes you feel as far as emotionally and him actually playing a position. Because most of y'all, y'all get behind y'all, y'all screens and y'all comment and y'all make all these stupid assessments based on your emotions because you like Taysom, because you think that he good at, at dropping the shoulder and you're excited about that. All of a sudden, it just makes him a good quarterback. That makes that does not make him a, quarter, a good quarterback. That makes him a good football player, and that makes your take absolutely asinine. Dude is a good football player. Quarterback, he is not. Taysom is better than Jameis. Yeah. Thank you very much for the $2. <laughs> Planning your rip time. Yeah. Hoodie Drew say, what up, TJ? Bad L, but enjoyed the game uh, with subs. Well, that's good. You know, I'm glad you enjoyed the experience. I'm, I'm sorry that you didn't get a, a win. That would have made this game much better. This was pathetic, man. This was pathetic. But I'm about to open up the phone lines, see what you all have to say. Lattimore got beat a couple times, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like on that play, I think he, you know, on that play with uh, Saquon Barkley, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He he, he kind of bit on, you know what I'm saying, that fate, and he was able to get, uh, he was able to get behind him, but, I mean, there was a lot of, there was a few plays where, you know, there were a few plays where he actually made some good plays, like jumping in front of Kyle Rudolph with that interception. I mean, almost had an interception on that play on the goal line, so, I mean, but, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just over it, man. I'm, I'm over. It. This was, this was sad, man. This was, this was some sad stuff. Black preacher, man. Uh, sports fan. Winston balled this game. Peyton held him down. I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm gonna go to Josh. Josh, what's going on, man? Wow, you let you let me in as soon as I I called in. How about that? Yeah, man. I mean, look, I I, I said everything pretty much. I had to say as far as the opening dialogue, but what you thought about the game, man? Uh, well, I don't have a lot of real words for it, man. Mm. I, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not really too upset though. I kind of figured this was going to happen because the Saints do have a, a, you know, a history like somebody just said in the comments of um, losing to uh, bad teams, especially early in the season. Remember, we always have these incredibly slow starts, and and then they're always always followed by these, like, five- and six-game winning streaks. Granted, we don't have Drew Brees around, but we still have Sean Payton. And a lot of that winning magic after our bad starts over the years has come from Sean Payton, too, as well as Drew Brees. Right. So we'll get this together, man. But I don't know. I Man, I guess I was calling and thinking I can have some more. What? I said I'm just at a loss for words, man. I'm, I'm serious. Like this, this was this was sad, man. This was sad. This yeah. Was sad. Well, 
I don't know, man. And this, you know, I thought I was going to have something intelligent to say. I guess I just don't, man. All I'm just going to really say is that uh, this is just our typical early season crap that we usually do. And um, it'll get better. We'll probably have like one more bad loss in the next week or two. Then we'll probably rip off like a five games, you know, winning streak. This is what the Saints do every year. So like uh, we just got to – we just got to sort of wait for it. Now, as with Jameis, they definitely have to um, get him into more into just like uh, – and I know Sean Payton doesn't want to rush him, but they definitely have to get him more comfortable with just going all over the place without making stupid mistakes, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know how much they're working on that in practice or whatnot, or, or if Sean it just ha- plans to – Keep him as sort of a, uh, I don't want to call him a check down quarterback, but you know what I mean. Game uh, manager. Well, yeah. But it's, it's Sean, if Sean's plan is to keep him a game manager for this whole year, then that's fine. But we probably won't get really far this year with that. You know what I mean? Right. So, but I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I, I look the way that I look at it, man, is is very, very simple. Um, this was a game where I feel like Jameis Winston probably could have threw three, even four touchdowns. You know, I mean, he was cooking. The dude was cooking. Like it, it, it's some games where you'll see Jameis, you know, throw the ball. He'll be running out of the pocket, hit, he'll hit like a wide receiver feet. You know what I'm saying? He'll be inaccurate. Every pass this dude threw for the most part was like on the money. Um, passes down the field, he was throwing them on a rope. Like he was making like some really good decisions. And this was like one of those. Like, this was the game where you were supposed to. Yeah, this was the game that you should have opened it up. They should open it up, man. And he didn't. He didn't. Well, I think a lot of that is Sean Payton kind of holding him his hand a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I mean, I understand Sean wanting to keep the reins on, but you've got it. We are what are we a quarter way through the season now? Right. So yeah. we we got to take. I don't think Sean should completely take the restraints off of Jameis. Right. But he's shown enough talent. Like he can, he's shown that he can handle more than maybe Sean thought he could handle at the beginning of the season, maybe, is what I'm, you know, I'm trying to say. Right. Um, but then again, that goes back to, uh, you know, our receivers are still like what they are and everything like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so there's that too. So I don't know. When is Michael coming back? I don't even remember. Is he supposed to come back next week? Goes to come back after the bye week, so it'll be after like six weeks. Week. Yeah, so he'll be back after the bye week. I mean, that's but, when he'll pull to, he'll be off the pup list. So I don't know if you know, but that I mean, he'll be off the pup list after the bye week. So hopefully he can play in that uh you know week seven game. You know when they play the Seahawks, but I don't I don't know. All right, but uh, Josh, you know I got a couple more calls, man. I got to get to, but thank you so much for your comments. I appreciate it. And uh, call back anytime, and I'll make sure, man. I'm, I'm gonna send that uh video for you, man. I'm gonna do it when I'm done with this. All right. Uh, no, we could always still call Des Bryant. You know what I mean? Man, all right, take it easy. Yeah, man, it's Josh, man. Um, I'm at a loss for words, man. All, all I can say is this. Um, you know, people got mad at me. You know, all of uh, you know, Jameis Winston, uh, you know, uh, spies out there. You know, come in the form of a you know, a, a private profile and say, I don't know what I'm talking about when I say uh, Jameis, you know what I'm saying? And Sean Payton, Sean Payton don't trust Jameis. 
man, you making a narrative. I mean, look no further than this game. I'm serious. Like, the dude was actually cooking. Like, this dude was cooking. Like, and I just feel like if it was like one of them games where, you know, people would change like a narrative about what they thought about Jameis Winston as a quarterback and as a passer, they would have had to respect this game that he would have put up. This could have easily like been a three, four touchdown game if he would have put this in the hands of Jameis. And I, I man, look, you, looking at these stats, like seriously, offensively, looking at these stats down the board. Now, this is like one of the main reasons why this loss hurts to me. We've been talking about for weeks about how the receivers can't get separation, right? So finally the receivers get separation. They they make some big plays. We've been talking about how the Saints ain't been throwing the ball down the field with deep shots down the field enough. A bunch of deep shots down the field. They were talking about the running game, how we need to utilize the running game and have, you know what I'm saying, to use Alvin Kamara. He goes over 100 yards, 120 yards, 24 carries. But all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like when the offense start clicking, the, off- the defense decide that they want to channel their end of 2015. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like, it's amazing, man. <laughs> like, why, why can't we have the best of both worlds? Why can't we have a, a game where we have lights out defense and the offense cooking? I mean, I, I just don't know. Oh, man. Um, let me let me read this, uh, this, do- uh, this donation here. Roger, thank you very much for $5. Says, what do you think about the rookie of Devo? He had a bad game. He had a bad game, and I, I, I'm just calling it that. It was a bad game. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, going to pick on the dude, talking about he's sucking, all that kind of stuff there. Dude had a bad game. Dude is a rookie. Dude is going to make mistakes. Dude is going to get picked on. I don't think that that, dis- that determines that he's a bad player. But in the eyes of some Saints fans who live by, you know what I'm saying, from play to play, he is now, he's now our, our new Eli Apple. He's our new Ken Crawley. But a couple weeks ago, like, the dude was, oh, he's so smart. He's so talented. We got something there. Knock it off, man. The dude had a bad game. Dude got picked on. Dude a rookie. He going to have better games, in my opinion, than he have, you know, than he have games like this. So I, I'm, I'm not going to hold this against this dude. And I don't think you should either. Point blank, period. Like, he had a bad game. But that's how we do. That's how we, you know, we pick our cornerbacks. They have a bad game. They're going to forever be terrible. Dude had a bad game, and I think that he's a really good football player. I'm going to King Arthur. King Arthur, how you doing, man? Lord have mercy, dog. Um, I'm doing good, bro. How you doing, man? Your man, blood I'm pressure going, still high? Man, my blood pressure fine. Like, I'm serious, man. Like, I was, you know, I was just upset about this to, for the people, man. I, like, I'm, I, I can care less about how they feel as a team, man. They just... They just laid an egg and they just let the whole city down, man. I'm just being serious. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I felt the same way. Like, you know, I'm in Atlanta. You know, they stay hating on the Saints, so I can't watch the game, not even on YouTube TV. But I'm sitting here looking at this thing, bro, and I'm like, okay, we up 21-10. What, 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 we had about nine minutes to go? Something like that? Yeah. And I... You say you ain't have nothing to say, bro. I got a lot to say. I ain't gonna take up all the time, but I got a lot to say. This this loss was worse than that Panthers loss. I don't care what nobody said. It was worse because not only did you lay an egg, them people didn't have their starting two receivers, and you got carved up for four hundred and five yards. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what nobody said about Jameis. Jameis was cooking. Sean Payton is like. The the way he called this game was like when you were in high school and a girl constantly hitting on you 
and you can't tell that she like you, so you say something stupid, I'll hit her back. Like, bro, can't you tell that she like you? Can't you tell that James is cooking? Let mm. this man loose. Mm. It, it, either put him on a bench or or let this man loose, bro. Like, you can, he's showing that he's, he's actively trying to make good decisions. The dude is flinging the ball down the field with accuracy and throwing pinpoint passes. What else does he need to show you? I'm Man, I, look, I'm, I'm, look, Ken Arthur, hold that point. I'm, I'm just going to say this about uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton is an egomaniac. Uh, I'm just being serious. Sean Payton has, has, a, he has a huge ego. And his ego in a lot of ways, in a lot of crucial moments, and in a lot of, like, big games, it gets the best of him. Now, he, may, he has those moments when – he want everybody to see how much of a genius he is, right? So instead of you like basically just di- you know doing the obvious, right? And it's working. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna bring in Taysom Hill and I'm gonna let him throw the ball down the field to show that not only can Jameis throw this pass, but Taysom can do it too. It- it's times where he just wants to show people how much of a genius he is. And it comes back and bite them in the ass. Like, seriously. And it, and it hurts the team. Like, how many times, like, have we seen this over the course of time where the New Orleans Saints be cooking, driving down the field, momentum going in their way, then all of a sudden he go with a triple reverse to Devin Henderson or like a, a, you know what I'm saying, like a, a flea flicker that just don't belong nowhere, like a flea flicker on a third and one. Like, just, right. just nonsensical BS. Dude is an egomaniac, man. I, I like him. His ego is the reason why the team is successful, but they're also the reason why we can't seem to get over the hump in crucial moments. Man, look, uh, sitting here looking at Bleacher Report, watching this thing go play for play and seeing chunk play after chunk play of Danny, Danny Dimes going down the field. No pass rush. If you, TJ, you know football better than anybody, dog. If you don't have a pass rush, that makes it harder on the secondary. Right. That's why, and, that, and that's the thing. That's why when people are like, man, what's wrong with the secondary today? What are you talking about? Like, if this dude have like, if you, an offensive line is supposed to really, literally hold, uh, you know, what I'm saying, hold for like three seconds, right? Before like pressures comes to the quarterback, quarterback should have the ball out of his hand. This man holding the ball five, six seconds. This man can literally read through his progression two and three times. So what do you think? Even if you have really good coverage, by that time, wide receivers are breaking off their routes. So basically, it's the cornerback chasing after the wide receivers. So, you know what I'm saying? How can you sit up there, man, what's wrong with the corners? It, 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 it works together. It's like, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, a, it's like a choir, right? You know what I'm saying? If somebody's singing off tune, then it make the whole choir look bad. How can you expect right. the cornerbacks to play and ball out when these dudes are breaking, have time to break off routes, and basically, you playing park ball at this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I, if I'm telling you, okay, if I'm going, if you're a cornerback, I'm a wide receiver, right? And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I'm going to run an out route. I want you to run an out route. So I go up, the, up 10 yards and I cut towards the sidelines, right? And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like, the quarterback stay out of the ball and say, oh, snap, let me run across the field. He might find me wide open. How do you expect, like, honestly, why people picking on these cornerbacks, how do you expect these cornerbacks to cover a guy for five, six seconds? Seriously. Right. Like, if you, if like you, if you some of the best dudes in the league. You don't know football if you sitting up here, you know what I'm saying, criticizing these cornerbacks for, you know what I'm saying, an offensive line holding for a quarterback for more than six seconds. 
don't like miss me with that stuff, man. If you want to talk about, you know what I'm saying, guys like getting, you know what I'm saying, like separation and hand fighting on quick slants over a cornerback, fine. But when guys breaking off their routes and these dudes got to chase them around the field like they on some old Benny Hill type crap, man, miss me with that, bro. Like, seriously. Like, seriously, man. Like, that's not football. You know what I'm saying? Football is about getting, you know what I'm saying, getting pressure, getting the ball out the uh, quarterback hands, you know what I'm saying, and be able to, you know, play. Man, I don't know, man. That's, that's where I'm at, bro. Like, stick with this stuff, man. Who, who that nation, y'all, it's okay for you to be frustrated, bro, but y'all can't be prisoners of the moment. And, TJ, you know we got a lot of people like that, and even in this chat. We got a lot of prisoner of the moment type people. Man. You can't, di man, direct your, your frustration where it needs to be. You don't, uh, dealing with Sean Payton, ego, we don't know which Saints team finna show up, you know? Because right. when he should have let, uh, when he should have, quote, unquote, got cute and started letting a quarterback cook, that's when you should have let Jameis do it because he proved throughout the course of that game that he can find open receivers. And then you want to bring Taysom Hill in here and throw off the momentum. Why? <laughs> why, dude? Like, why? Like, it didn't make no sense, man. It, it made absolutely no sense. Like, at all, man. Like, it didn't make no sense. Like, like seriously. that You know what I'm saying? That's like equivalent to, like, running the ball down the field and just stopping right before you get to the end zone and just rolling the football like a bowling ball to the back of the end zone for a touchback. That's what that's got, that's what that what type of sense that made. None. Like this dude literally threw the ball down the field. I'm talking Jameis Winston to Kenny Stills. If you want to take another deep shot to Deontay Harris, cool. But use the dude that's cooking down the field. Use Jameis. He like he throwing dimes to Callaway down the field. This dude threw a dime to Kenny Stills down the field. Then all of a sudden, here you come with the most asinine, nonsensical BS and Blake, I mean, Taysom Gillicum throwing the ball down the field looking like a punt. What in the hell is going on? <laughs> but, uh, Keen Arthur, man, I, I got to take some more calls, man. I appreciate your, your take, man. Uh, you call back any time, man. Ain't no problem, bro. I right, got take, it. It, take it easy, man. Man, that made no sense at all. That made no sense. Somebody please make sense out of that to me. That, that makes no sense. This man, like, uh, uh, Codero says, uh, thank you for the two dollars. Says, go Giants. I mean, look, this is y'all, this is y'all data, you know, y'all day in the sun, you know, that was a that was a good, that was a good, mighty comeback, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even gonna try to take away from them dudes, you know, like you down by 11 late in the fourth quarter and you muster up enough strength and enough ability to try to force overtime and then win a football game. Man, I, I ain't got no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? They they played really good. And, and, you know, as much flack as this dude got when he was coaching the Cowboy, Jason Garrett called one hell of a game as offensive coordinator for the Giants. I'm serious. Like, Jason Garrett, this was this man find his hour because Dennis Allen had absolutely no answer for this dude. Like, seriously, no answer. I mean, everything that he was doing, he was calling out there. I mean, he was making Dennis Allen uh, look absolutely horrible, made him look like he was a first-year defensive coordinator out in that thing. Uh, we're gonna go to uh Tim. Tim, what's going on, man? How you doing? <laughs> what up, TJ Jones? <laughs> man, what's going on, Tim? Uh very disappointing game to say the least. Uh pathetic, but pathetic display by the black and gold today. You know, my sentiment is exactly TJ. I hope everything's going well with you, but you know, every minute 
I just have a couple of things to say. I know a, public, a bunch of people are probably in the chat, but like literally every quarter, my mom kept coming into the room and saying, what's going on? Is it over? Did we win? And I kept looking at her and I had the exact same sinking feeling you had when you saw the Giants win that coin toss. And honestly, I'll ask you a couple of questions, TJ. What was the yeah, last was, game we played in the Superdome with a full capacity um, crowd? It was against the Vikings in that wild card game. And where did that game go to? Overtime. And did the Saints ever get the ball back? No, they did not. <laughs> so I'm, not I'm not trying to say this is a repetition of the past, but honestly, like before this Friday, I was watching the the rebirth, uh, the rebirth, what's it called, the documentary on the Saints coming uh-huh. back after Hurricane Katrina. And it legit brought tears to my eyes just to realize how much passion and fight each member of the team from special team, Steve Gleason, to every single player put to win that game for the city, for the whole state. And like they were talking about what the people had to experience when her, you know, the Superdome was basically like the refuge for people. And then I looked at this team and I'm watching them play and I'm just like, these guys aren't playing with the same heart as the Saints of 2006. And mm. honestly, like, we know the talent of the defense. Like, we're not just going to pretend that Marshall Lattimore is not a great cornerback or DeMario Davis is not an all-pro. But the mindset was not there. Like, I cannot, like, no matter what people say about, all oh, the, you know, the offensive line, the defensive line ain't doing this, when you're not finishing your tackles, when you're allowing third and 14s, third and 18s, at that point, it's just you and the running back, you and the wide receiver, period. There's no, there's no offensive line. There's no defensive line. It's just you, your stadium, and the offense and the, and the running back trying to get a first down. And you literally let him get 18 yards on his feet. And that just kept happening. They were saying that the Giants actually had four of 11 third downs because Post fourth down, every single first down was after uh, was after a second down. They got a second and seven, first down, second and five, first down, second and nine, first down. You know, and I'm just watching this defense and like like um, Joshua said, like to be honest, as Saints, like um, for the team, this is how we do. We literally were two and two last season. Then we went up and played against the Lions. But yep. for the fans, the people who came, who sacrificed everything to watch this. This team, I don't know if their heart or their fight or their passion is, is the same as the 2006 team. And I want to leave that in the past because it's a new team. It's a new generation. But they have to learn how to understand. Like, they have to learn that discipline and that passion before they move on. Because what's the point of watching the Saints' first four seasonal games if it's going to be the same thing? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if we know right. it's going to be the exact same situation over and over and over again, the Saints yep. going to come out flat and then by the bye, we'll all come back and then hopefully make for a playoff push. But I don't know. Like like you said, I'm literally at a loss of words. I, Jameis Winston. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? If I told you, TJ, that Jameis was going to have 200 and almost 200 yards, like 240 yards, Alvin Kamara was going to rush for more than 100 yards. Taysom was going to have two touchdowns. Right. That was going to be the stats of the game. How do you think the game would have turned out? Before you uh, watch the game, like I should have won. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I mean, I, I said that uh, like earlier. I all like every issue offensively that people have been complaining about the Saints exercise today from the <laughs> downfield passes, from 
receivers getting separation from utilizing Alvin Kamara in a running game, having him carry the mail uh, from Jameis Winston uh, throwing the ball, you know what I'm saying? More than 150 yards a game. Uh, you know, like all the things that people have been criticizing the offense about for the last three weeks, the Saints fixed. Offensive line, you know what I'm saying? I see, I even see Cesar Ruiz. 51 is the mic. I'm like, Cesar Ruiz even <laughs> calling out pressures. Every no. single thing that you're seeing that was offensively, they fit. But Did the defense see? went out there. Like I said, man, they, they channeled their end of 2015. It's unbelievable. It's <laughs> freaking believable, man. And like, I was getting hyped. Sorry, just, just going to say this last thing. Even like Andre Speed, that second taste of Hill touchdown, he pulled guard and flattened the defensive end. I'm like, yo, is that Andre Speed on top? When you got oh, Andre Speed no. out there playing all world. <laughs> You know you need to win. This is one of them, like, Tim, real talk, this is one of them games, like, if we're, like, at the end of the season and the Saints are trying to fight for their playoff lives because, I mean, look, I'm just being real. Uh, Carolina lost today, but they still, what, 3-1? and one? Yes. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure most likely Tom Brady and Tampa Bay probably going to get the job done out there in New England. So <laughs> we sitting up in here 2-2 two and two with, the, with the trash bag Falcons. You know what I'm saying? And – like man, when you're when you like in a division fight like that, these type of games, man, these are the games you gotta you gotta win. If it was an AFC opponent, we lost like this, it wouldn't be that bad. But you lost to the Panthers and you let one go against the Giants. So when you have these playoff scenarios and round, you know what I'm saying, week 15, 16, we gotta hope and pray that somebody lose. These are the type of games that we're gonna remember, man, because this was a game that you were supposed to win, especially. Since you about to play in the you know play games where you're playing division champions, you know what I'm saying? You gotta play Buffalo. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? As, as, as much as I dislike the Cowboys, they balling right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a guarantee that you're gonna beat the football team because Ron Rivera is very familiar with the Saints. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he don't know how to beat you. So for us to just think, oh man, we gonna we gonna bounce back versus the, the football team. You don't know that for sure. Saints should be going into the bye at two and three. Absolutely, absolutely. And I guess this game should show us that it's football. We all are reminded. And like, if anything, TJ, I was on your side saying this was going to be a Herculean effort for the Giants to win. But at the end of the day, I am so upset to say this, that no matter what team, no matter what the stakes are, once you step on that field, it is your mindset. And if your mindset is to play to win, you will win. If you're playing not to lose, you will lay an egg and that is li- yeah. 21 to 10 C- tj come on 21 to 10 like at that point i'm thinking okay maybe we just run the ball you know keep running the ball and do this stuff but like yeah the offense will make mistakes it's, honestly like obviously with Taysom, like literally the same thing happened last <laughs> two years ago Taysom threw a bomb and then drew tried to do the yeah. same thing picked off literally the exact same thing happens like, two right. years later and i'm just like okay defense you guys know what you're playing for but you're letting them beat you over the same thing over and over and over and over again. And like, it just got to the point where it was like, it was painful to watch. And like, obviously we're going to be there for the next game, but it's just like, from my, in, my, in my mind now, I don't care about stats. I don't care about what we've done in the past, what we even did in this game, whatever mindset we come into in the next game is how we're going to play. If we want to yep. play like winning football, we're going to play. And if we want to play like we don't want to lose the game, we're going to lose. So, like, people saying, oh, the Washington NFC, like, that doesn't mean anything after this game. Like, that should tell everybody in the chat, no matter what team you play, it is the mindset that you play with. And we 
we gave up. We literally gave up trying not to lose. Sorry, yeah, TJ. I was just no, nah, no, nah, Tim. I mean, look, I was listening. And I'm not to even from New Orleans. I'm nah, kidding. Nah, you- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you made some good points, man. And I, I feel like this is going to be one of those games, you know, that the Saints are going to regret that they lost. Um, but, Tim, th- thank you so much, man. Thank you for your comments and your passion, man. And uh, call back We're anytime, here, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again, brother. All right. Take it easy. Yeah, man. Shout out to Tim out there in Canada, man. Um, <laughs> but I tell you, this this is uh, – this is bad, man. Like, seriously, like, this This is bad. And also, man, I want to make this correction. I, I said that the uh, Falcons were two and two. I, I mean, what a, what a mistake, okay? Me thinking that, me thinking that the Falcons actually a uh, 500 team. They actually won <laughs> one and three, okay? So, my mistake, I, I actually gave the Falcons way too much credit. We all know that they don't belong nowhere in 500 territory. <laughs> and they belong at the in a basement where they actually always – and forever will be. <laughs> Every reason comment before I get to Chris. Uh, let's see. Tilo says, damn straight. If Winston threw that pick, the whole media would be clowning him. Now Taysom does it and no one is calling for his head. Yeah, because it don't fit that narrative. Jameis Winston is playing some really good football right now. They'll eat what he got. Eight touchdowns, two interceptions as of right now. So all those people out there that's been complaining about him, you know, they can't say he throwing interceptions all over the place. So. Can't, can't argue with that. Sean Payton must have been so hungover. Uh, he still he was still drunk. Man, maybe he was hanging out with Urban Meyer. You know what I'm saying? I heard Urban Meyer was getting his grind on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with a woman that wasn't his wife. Maybe like if you would have swung the camera over next to uh, Urban Meyer, it would have been Sean Payton. So maybe it was a rough night for both of them, man. I, I don't know. And maybe it affected the play calling. Uh, thinking they are going to uh, fear his name and legacy like he's Lord. Uh, with a Veldemont or some issue. Payne lost the game. Yeah, I mean, the play caller was trash. Uh, if the Falcons beat us, we really uh, fall it to the floor. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Cowboys secondary is legit. Uh, it's going to be a rough week. Uh, we don't have an identity at all. <laughs> identity should be winning. I don't care. That's, that's what my, I wish the identity would be. I don't need to. I don't need to see four four hundred yard game. Just give me some wins, man. They they should have won this football game. I hate the Falcons too, but their offense is better than ours, and that's uh the painful truth. I mean, look, they got a lot of teams' offense better than ours. Well, we rank like thirty first, so I think we're only you know only the Jets uh probably have an offense uh, worse than ours. So yeah, but hopefully, man, help is on the way. The Calvary is covered at Michael Thomas and Traquan. You know, I mean, look, I like what I see. I think that they got something there with Kenny Stills. Uh, I think Jawan Johnson and goal line situations in the red zone, I think that he's a good fit. Adam Troutman need to go sit his ass down. Uh, let me see, Andrews Pete, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's sometimey. I always say uh, he, he's, he on the ground more than an earthworm. Uh, you got, you know what I'm saying? You got guys, you know what I'm saying, like they can't get pressure on a quarterback. And I mean, it's just it's just downright pathetic, man. Like it it is just it's sad, man. And uh, I look, you know, one thing about Sean Payton, I, I just feel like you know, he hurts himself in a lot of these situations. I'm look, <laughs> what the hell is uh, Eldrick Rojas or Rosas still on this football team? Why in the hell is he still here? Somebody please tell me this, huh? I man, they 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 got to have some better kickers. 
out there right now somewhere, okay? You know what I'm saying? They got some kids that's at the local park right now playing soccer right now. I'm pretty sure that could kick the ball between the upright better than road size. We call this dude adios size for a reason because he needs to get the hell up out of here. Dude need to be gone, man. You can't make a field goal indoors. No win, no nothing. Like, seriously, man. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously. No win, no nothing. You can't make a field goal. You know what I'm saying? People are like, man, you know, to you, 58-yard field goal. Look, bro, straight up. Dude is about it. Dude look like Sebastian Janikowski out there kicking field goals. The late Jared Lorenzen, the hefty lefty. Dude should have a big foot. He got a big leg. And this man can't make a field goal to save his life. His life was on the line. Rosas would no longer be with us because he missed the field goal. Dude is straight up garbage. Don't know why Sean Payton continuously does this to himself. The dude showed you that he is not good. The dude should be cut. 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 Seriously. Like, you know what I'm saying? Will Lutz going to be back in a couple weeks, but please, man, find somebody. Who out there right now? It's John Carney. I know he's about 60. Can he do it? Uh, you know what I'm saying? A great Dane Morton Anderson. Maybe he can come up from the podcast, Mike, and kick us a damn field goal. Please. Pretty please. We're going to go to Chris, man. My goodness. Uh, How you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Can you hear me, TJ? Yeah, I, I can hear you. I can hear you, Chris, man. I'm sorry, man. I had to go on a little tangent about Adios. No, Dude, no. I, I got some notes right here on my phone from Aldrich. I, I was mad tweeting after this game, basically. Here's the first thing I said. Aldrich Rosas need to be cut. You can't make a th- – and mainly, I'm blaming Sean Payton for this. You can't make you keep a guy who can't make a 38 yard field goal, and you gonna trot him out for a 58 yard field goal? Are you serious? When you punted the previous drive in the same situation, fourth and three, but guess what? It was 10 yard, 11 yards closer. Actually, right. it would have been a 47 yard attempt. You punted. Somebody, somebody, somebody sniffed some CBD. Somebody slipped some uh some juicy fruit with TAC to uh to uh Sean Payton today because clearly he was high today. Like, had to be. <laughs> I'm surprised had to be. Get him out of here. I, I know my high school kicker can make a better kick man, than this. I, I can kick I, a better field goal than that. You know, I, I saw I'm serious, some people man. tweeting, hey, Taysom Hill, the Swiss Army knife, can he kick a field goal? Is that part of his repertoire? Yeah, I, I, I seen he that. He couldn't be look, any worse than him. He couldn't be look, any worse than Rosas. Look, Paxton, my son, Pac-Man, is two years old. He just started uh, soccer, you know what I'm saying, at his local daycare. Maybe we can get him out there. Maybe he can <laughs> kick a better field goal than Rosas because, man, I'm telling you, I don't know what, like, why is he still here? Like, seriously, why? Like there's so there's there's other field cold kickers out here, bro. They, they, after that, other guys out here. After that Patriots game, I'm like, get his butt out of here. Get him out of here. You okay? The the one towards the opening of the stadium. Yeah, I get it. It's New England, 12 miles hour. You miss a 38 yard field goal on the opposite side. Are you serious? Get him out. He's almost he almost missed all of the extra points. All of them seem close to, to the post, basically. Every time he almost missed the extra man, points. Man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is when you know you trash. When you can't make field goals indoors. That's when that's when you like honestly. I can I can kind of understand like if it's outside elements because the wind is blowing and stuff like that. Wind is shifting. You got them flags on top of the you know what I'm saying the goalposts. Like I understand that. 
but 70 degrees, okay? You know what I'm saying? Central air and cooling up in that thing. You ain't even got no open, you know, it ain't even re no retractable roof. And you yet you still out there and Shankfield goes, dude is trash. He is and as long bum. as he's here, and as long as long as he is here, I'm I'm just thinking that Sean Payton just like losing. I'm, I'm just dead serious because this dude, you know it's gonna be a matter of time before he miss an extra point at the same needs. Yeah. I'm I'm just being and, serious. So and look at this in hindsight. Replace Aldrich Rosas with Will Lutz. We win this game by by six points or more. Hmm. I, I believe, I believe Lutz makes a forty-seven and either and makes the fifty-eight yarder. I believe hmm. I yeah. can. You you realize how much you value and miss Will Lutz now when you have a bum like yeah, Aldrick Rosas out there. A uh, few more notes before hmm. I get out of here. Uh, bum, defense. Bum, what bum. the heck is our pass rush? I thought this was supposed to be a really good unit. Where, where's Cam Jordan? Where is he? Yeah, he, he, he stop he stops the run, but where, where's your hit home plays? Where's your where's you? Yeah, pressure's in good and all, but you barely got any pressure at all this game. I thought this was supposed to be an elite like D line basically, like mm. with a great rotation between Cam Jordan, Carl Carl Granderson, Peyton Turner, who you just spent a first round pick on, mm. and your D line. I thought they were supposed to be really good as well. Mm. You, you can't like you said like yeah the corners like. It looked bad on them because you gave Daniel Jones like four or five seconds in the pocket every time. A guy's going to be open after that. Once that comes down, you play scramble drill. A guy's going to come open like across his face where he can just throw it. You made him look like Tom Brady out there carving up our defense. Mm -mm. That one, And even the interception he had, he was trying to throw a hair on Mary at the end of halftime. It didn't matter. You could mm. So over 400 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> mm. Man, look, when you look at uh, Daniel Jones, like for the Giants to even be in the game more, more times than not, you got to see him scrambling out the pocket for long runs and stuff like that. You ain't even see that in no. the game. He just hey, systematically hey, step back there and, and systematically carve these dudes up. That, hey, that's what he's worse. Just awful. Their O-line is more banged up than ours. Yep. That should tell you something. And they don't even have near half the talent that our guys had. So, like, you're already taking, like, a bad offensive line and making it even worse, and you still couldn't get any pressure. Like, what are you doing? Olo, Olo, I, I just see something. Come on, Ernest, though. Come on, man. Knock it off, man. Knock it off. Knock <laughs> nah, it off, man. I, I, come I on. Nah, I, I don't think come that's on, man. Look, come on, bro. Mickey like, Lewis, real. Like, come on. You talking they're, about they're both very, overreaction more, right more there. Times, they're good more times than not. But, exactly. man, when they, when they off, they off. Um, I think – but – to me, the play that was like the stupidest, it was just after Jameis Winston threw that nice, beautiful pass to Marquez Callaway for that 58-yard completion. Next drive, here comes Jameis Winston, nearly the same exact play. Hmm. <laughs> let's, let's, whoo, I got, I got Kenny Steele. It's going to be a nice 75-yard touchdown. Adam Troutman, what are you doing holding? That, that 2020 draft class is looking worse and worse every day. Cesar Ruiz looks like, <laughs> sad to say, looks like the best player from that draft. And I wanted to murder the Saints when they took him personally. Because I really wanted Patrick Queen <laughs> or T. Higgins is who I really desperately wanted. Man, <laughs> I no. want, look, I just, look. So you hold them, it's like, uh, okay, fine, I get it. You held. Uh, you want to take another deep shot? Oh, Taysom Hill's in the game. Okay, so it's going to be like a QB power. Why is he passing? 
Why, why is Taysom Hill throwing a direct pass to Deontay Harris, who's five foot six against a six foot one corner, when Deontay Harris beat him inside and had him streaking over the middle for a, the post route if he changed his route? Nah, I'm going to go straight up the seam on, on the hash marks with him. My, my, my arm causes Deontay Harris, probably the fastest little guy we got out there, to have wow, to what? stop his route. Thank you. And make a jump ball attempt on the flattest little ball I ever seen thrown from. <laughs> Taysom not to Hill. mention, you just, not to mention, just, he's about five foot six, one hundred and eighty pounds. So yeah, he's five foot six and trying to make a jump ball when you just had Jameis Winston throw real, two really nice, beautiful passes with like the perfect arc dropping in the bucket of your wide receiver, keeping him almost basically in stride. And like for that catch on Callaway, he would have gone further if he had a little bit more separation on him, but the quarterback was right on top of him. And for Kenny Steele's, he was, you had him perfect. Why would you do that? Why? I I have no idea. It it was just, bro, it was was like, uh, bro, it was just awful game. It it was awful, man. I'm I'm at a, I'm at a loss, like, like, and and when your offense, if if they're making a book based on like how to lose football games, this would be on, this would on be the top shelf. One, page one. Yeah, exactly. On the top shelf at your local library would be the first nah, nah, book. Nah. Right? We got to give them some credit, GJ. They'd be number two. Atlanta would be number one, 28-3. Man, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll give them that. But but, it, this wasn't man. any better. You blew an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter. Right. I, I, mm-hmm. Like, this guess <laughs> They were out Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. Yep. Yeah, it's serious late, I think. They were out two of their – I think Kenny Galladay is their best wide receiver, so they were out there wide receiver two and wide receiver three. Yep. yep. And Darius Tony was out there, you know, I mean, out there dealing. Tony was just bullying poor Paulson Adebo, like, on short routes. I'm like – I kept thinking, like, in the game, okay, I really like Paulson Adebo. He doesn't match up well, like, in this cover. Either rotate some help to him or put Bradley Roby in – who you traded a third round pick for, by the way, and we I haven't even seen him on the field at all. I, that is looking more and more like a wasted pick as time goes on if they don't start using him. Yeah, I agree, Mac, man. I agree. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I just think that was a tough day at the office uh, for Paulson yeah. and Debo. I'm but, not going to hold this game against him. I mean, the dude is, to me, still a good football player. I just think that, uh, you know, it, it was just a bad game for him, bad matchup, man. And uh, yeah. hopefully he can get it together. At uh, least some Chris- bright spots. Uh, your, mm-hmm. your, this draft class looks pretty good. And last thing I'll say before I get out of here, because I know you got other guys <laughs> wanting to come on. Uh, if you don't win against Washington, your season is in deep jeopardy. Even though you're getting reinforcements back, hopefully in week six, your season is in bad jeopardy. Because let's be honest here. 